Steve, happy Monday. How are you? I'm uh, doing great, man. Had a great weekend with the family and uh, got some Christmas decorations hung up since ho, ho, ho. Uh, seems weird doing that before Thanksgiving, but <laughs> yeah, we got, we got some traveling coming up and so it was just kind of now or never type situation. Yeah. It just seems weird that it is Thanksgiving, like that we're already at this time of year. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. They keep, uh, they keep going faster. That's for sure. Every year. Well, speaking of stuff, speaking of doing stuff early, I guess we'll just say we're doing our Black Friday sale early now on a Monday. So I, we're just ahead of schedule um, with, with all the <laughs> holiday stuff. We're just ahead of schedule. Yeah. Um, well, both, yeah. Reality is both you and I are out of town Friday. So we, yeah. well, we better launch Black Friday on Monday so we can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So there's the real reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as you guys are hearing this, um, I think we mentioned on the previous Monday Minute, but just wanted to give you a quick recap of what's going on. Again, we don't try to make the podcast uh, a pushy sales thing by any means, but we only do one sale a year. This happens to be it. And um, there's just some great opportunities uh, to save. So first and foremost, K2 packs, remaining K2 packs, we have marked down to $399. Um, we have a good number of them. They're probably will go relatively fast, at least in certain sizes and colors. So if you guys hop online, be sure to select uh, specific sizes and colors because that will change availability. But $399 is pretty aggressive pricing considering that's less than what we still see them sell sell for used basically. Um, so pretty awesome deal there, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. We just, uh, we had some inventory left over once we launched all the K3 stuff. I had some built up just to have on hand and, um, since it's time to get rid of that and we'll, we'll be 100% K3 from here on out. Yep. And if you guys are interested in the K3 pack system, uh, free accessories this week uh, through December 1st, if you purchase a K3 pack system, you'll get a free hip belt pouch and a free stash pocket with that. We also have a bunch of logo gear marked down, so hats, shirts, that type of thing, uh, decals. There's actually some uh, some of our Hunt Backcountry podcast shirts left marked down to just $9.99, uh, decals down to $0.99. Cents. So. Even if you guys aren't in the market for a pack, there's other things going on as well. And then the 1800 also launching right now, the brand new day pack. Steve, tell us about it. Yeah, so I've been working on that for a while. I mean, we told everybody uh, that it was coming out later this fall, That you know, when we launched K3 stuff in June. Um, been chipping away at it and, and kind of revised the design on it quite a few times. Frankly, I just wanted to get it, get it dialed in, get it perfect. Um, and really the goal is just a streamlined, slim, small day pack. You know, I, I wanted to make it small enough that you weren't, it wasn't even an option to backpack with it. That's where like the 3200 comes in perfect. This just needs to be a true day pack, throw your gear in, spine scope, tripod, jacket, food, and, and go off and go hunting. Um, you know, the one request I got quite a bit was people want, basically a school backpack made out of it they want shoulder straps and its own little frame and i struggled with that one and we didn't do it mainly because the whole reason lenny and i started exo was to to make a frame that's light comfortable and capable enough to haul meat at any given time and so it doesn't matter if you're on a 14 day hunt or you're hunting half a mile from the road on a short day hunt the whole premise of EXO was to have that frame with you all the time so that there's never any wasted energy. Because if you're by yourself, even if you're half a mile from the road, you kill something, 
that's, you know, a mile round trip in and back out or, you know, back out to your truck to get some type of pack frame or something and come back in just wasted, wasted time and energy. And we felt that was unnecessary. So probably not going to see a pack from us. That's basically a glorified school backpack. Um, just not kind of our cup of tea. We're sticking, sticking to, you know, our roots and, and who we are. And that's just making, making packs that are comfortable and capable of hauling meat at any given time. Awesome. So yeah, you guys can go, um, check out all the sales on the website. Now again, the K2, is basically limited to inventory that we have. When they're gone, they're gone. Uh, same for logo gear, hat, shirts, that type of thing. But the K3 stuff, um, basically anytime now through December 1st, if you order, you can get those um, those free accessories. So you guys can check that out. Steve, a listener question uh, for a Monday Minute that at first when I read it, it seemed super basic to me. But again, that's only my opinion, my perspective. So I was curious to throw this out there. Not only see what you thought, but kind of see what you think about where this plays out with hunters as okay. a whole. So I, I'm totally springing this on you, didn't prepare you. But this guy asked, when you're by yourself and about to pack out your trophy bull, how do you decide, how do you decide what to pack out first? Do you take the cape and antlers first or leave them for the last trip? And then he asked specifically, have you ever had a set of antlers stolen? There's nuances here that are worth mentioning that make it more than just a meat versus antlers question. He says specifically one is by yourself that you're by yourself. So multiple trips for a bull. And then two, he says it's a trophy bull. So trophies, whatever, but just say it's a great bull that you're super proud of. Does that change? Does any of those factors you being solo or the quality of the bull change your decision for how you approach a pack out, Steve? Uh, absolutely not, man. Um, in fact, I drives me nuts if I see someone the first load out is antlers and they leave the meat behind. Um, yeah, I mean, that's my answer. <laughs> get the meat out first. That's the, the, the priority. And then the antlers, I mean, even if you were to think about it, um, you know, the, the antlers at your truck is way more susceptible to being stolen or something than, than leaving them. I mean, if you're super worried about them, pack them a hundred yards away from the kill site and kind of hang them up in a tree or something. But, um, meets the priority. Uh, you know, I could see exceptions here and there of, you know, just what the weather's doing. Um, you know, maybe the first trip out is, um, you know, you, you've, you've caped the whole head out and sawed the horns off and then it makes sense to throw the cape or throw the horns on the pack. Just so if you've got two loads, you know, you're going to break it up. Um, and just packs better that way. But in general, my answer is take care of the meats and then antlers come second, you know, but that's, that's me. You know, I'm not a, uh, trophy hunter, um, far, far from that. So, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about. I, I mean, at first it's like, I felt, duh, this is obvious. It's just about the meat, but then those nuances yeah. made it a little more interesting. And then I'm just, I, I would be really curious to get answers from, a hundred listeners or a hundred hunters <laughs> anonymous answers like no you know here's what i'm supposed to say type <laughs> answers i'd be really curious to see how that broke down um yeah. you know specifically in these scenarios but yeah i mean it's interesting too just even thinking of like say in alaska where we were hunting with our caribou steve they it's in the regulations and even when they dropped us off they specifically reminded us and told us that this is enforced that 
the antlers can't come back to camp until all the meat's there. And they even went so far as to say, if you're packing out, you know, one caribou with four of you, for example, that the guy with the antlers on his back should come into camp last behind the other three with the meat. Um, so in Alaska, that's kind of regulated in many other places. It's not regulated, but in many ways, I think it should be. Um, and honestly, when I thought about this and spe- specifically for elk, like you get so much meat, like that is the trophy to me. Um, and I would be thrilled to shoot a great bull, but I would be so, so disappointed to lose, you know, 200 plus pounds of meat. And I would go so far as to say if I had the meat and maybe even just like a photo, I would be totally happy. Like a photo just for the memory. Cause to me, that's what the antlers are. Like they're, they're a trigger for memory. Um, yeah. you know, even just, I just cleaned up the, uh, the deer from Kodiak and, um, I just skull plated them. They weren't great bucks by any means, but I was looking at those and I was like, those are so cool to me. Like they're so important to me because of the memories, because of the place, because of, you know, that time and who you're with and all that. So it's interesting to think about. Um, but yeah, I would be super curious to know fully anonymous answers, not what they're supposed to say, but what people would truly do in a situation like that. And I, I would be curious, probably slash frustrated or disappointed, but who knows? Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd be surprised. I think most people are doing, you know, most people are, there are definitely people that, you know, the horn size is the priority and it's, you know, how you measure the quote unquote quality of an animal by a photo is how big the horns are. So, and it's our human nature to bigger is better. Right. But, yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing I could, th- I was trying to play a scenario out in my head of why, if, if I was to pack it out, and the only thing I could think of would be warm weather, multiple day pack out, the meat is better off high up on the, say you're like, you know, you killed it at 9,000 feet and your truck's down at 5,000 feet. Um, that's the only thing I could think of where it'd be beneficial to leave the mountain up high mm-hmm. or leave the meat up high on the Let mountain it cool. where it's colder. Yeah. Pack the horn and cape out get it down and the next morning you go back in for the meat i was trying to find some some right. justification for doing antlers first that's about all i got yeah yeah there's nuance to any issue right yeah yeah cool. awesome well guys that's a wrap on this uh monday minute keeping it short and sweet as i'm sure that we are gonna have a very busy day here with these sales kicking off so thank you guys for tuning in um again as always if you have any questions feedback whatever you can contact us directly by email just send it to podcast at xomountgear.com and we will catch you for a full episode on wednesday <laughs>